And we're back. I'm Jack and you're listening to Dev90X. Today is day 74. It's Tuesday the 19th of October. And the title of today's episode is New MacBook Pros Just Dropped. Oh my God. Uh, So as everyone knows, the Apple event just happened and they announced the new lineup of Apple Silicon, the M1 Pro, sorry, yeah, M1 Pro and the M1 Max. Everyone thought they were going to call it the M1X or the M2, classic Apple. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the new laptops look awesome. Apparently even more battery life, apparently even more power, better GPU, um, better screens, notch, MagSafe is back. They continued down the trend of getting rid of the touch bar, more ports, uh, SD card slots, HDMI, more USB 3, sorry, USB-C, better sound quality. Um, spatial audio. I don't even know how that works. Like with with, with the the speaker system, it does spatial audio, even though it's it's not really like. How do they get the three D thing? I don't know. <laughs> um, better microphone jack. <laughs> like what is that? Apparently, apparently the microphone jack supports better headphones. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, ProMotion HDR display. That is the one thing that. I was thinking would be really nice. It's that nice buttery smooth ProMotion. I don't have it on my on any of my devices yet except for the iPad Pro. And I would love to get that nice slick display. And also the screen is just way better. It's bigger. I've got 14 inch and 16 inch. And it's LED with better contrast. Lots of nits. I think it's like 1500 or 1600 nits max brightness so lots of nits which is better than the mac the m1 air which i've got right now but i digress i digress i'm probably not going to buy one because the price tag is it's pretty pretty up there pretty up there especially in the australian store i I had a look and the top model the i think it's the 32 gigabyte m1 max with one terabyte is like Almost $6,000. What is this? It's like 3500 US and then almost 6000 Australian. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. They just cost so much more in Australia, probably because we get that two-year forced and forced manufacturer's warranty as opposed to one year for the rest of the world, which I have definitely got my value from. <laughs> so that is the, the Apple event. I'm sure everyone's going to be talking about it, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to all of the benchmark videos that come out, come out on YouTube so I can just just keep keep wanting that new laptop. <laughs> but other than that, uh, today the big news is that my friend Dylan approached me about going into partnership for building a breathwork app, funny enough, actually. Um, I had this idea for doing a breathwork app pretty much when I began practicing breathwork with Dylan. And if you've been listening to the podcast and you would have noticed I've been talking about breathwork a lot lately because I just reinvigorated my, my practice about three weeks ago um, and it's been awesome and I'm loving it again. I <laughs> don't know why I stopped. Um, but yeah, uh, doing a breathwork app. So the deal is that <clears throat> Dylan markets the app and produces content and I build it and it's pretty even split in terms of effort and work. I know there's a lot on my plate for for it, 
But the thing is, thinking about it from a strategic point of view, where I'm at right now with everything, it is a lot. It's a it's a lot more attractive of an option for me rather than doing the handstand app, which I know I believe in. I truly believe in the handstand app, but there's a lot more work to be done on that, and it's a much harder concept to be building using the AI, computer vision, tracking. You know, all of this, all of this stuff just adds a whole extra layer of difficulty to the project. A lot of which I have overcome, but it's not all the way there yet. And I do anticipate there being potential speed bumps in, along the way.、Um, and I already know that I my roadmap mean, means that I'm gonna, sorry, my runway means that I'm gonna run out of money before I can get that app to a point of being generating revenue. Whereas a breathwork app might be a little bit more simple.、Uh, it's based on content. It's based on Uh, providing a sequenced practice user experience, where you essentially just listen to the app as it guides you through a process.、Um, there might even be video content, but there's definitely going to be audio content. It's going to be spoken audio. So, as for the the, the quality of the recordings, that's going to be on on Dylan.、Um, and if there's any video, that that'll also be on Dylan.、And、he's fully capable of this, and he's. Completely professional and all of this stuff, so that it's it's nice. It 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 enables me to really focus on the tech and building out the technical side of things and and the features,、um, rather than having to worry about producing both the content and also designing it and also building it.、Uh, yeah, so I am heavily considering this right now as. A sort of immediate pivot of mine, and I know that the the app is a lot simpler of an undertaking compared to Handstander. The roadmap will be shorter to get it into production and to get it launched. Sorry, the runway would be shorter, and、um, there's a higher chance of an immediate success upon launch, where、uh, there will be revenue coming in. From Dylan's audience, because he has quite a large audience to market to. So that's where I'm at.、Uh, this huge, in a way, this huge opportunity just landed on my door. Plus, you know, new MacBook Pros and、uh, so a lot of other things in my life that I don't really talk about. But a lot of things are going on. There's <laughs> a lot, a lot of things going on.、Uh, so I didn't really get all of the actual development progress in that I wanted to get in today. But I have a few things. I I watched one one out of three of the iOS Architect Crash Course videos,、uh, which is kind of pretty salesy. Paul Hudson markets this on his website, Hacking with Swift, and I really trust Paul's judgment when he comes to like partnering with someone or with a course, because it's not like they're just it's not like he's just got Google Ads running on his site. It's like he obviously partnered with them and he's probably getting a cut of whatever they sell, but it was pretty salesy. They were pretty much just talking about the arduous journey of becoming a senior iOS engineer, and all the pitfalls that are along the along the way that typical juniors and even mid-level developers will potentially fall like fall victim to for years upon years. Even you know, some people never actually become true senior developers because they never actually work with a true senior, and they never learn from a true senior, and they never overcome. Those bad habits that are often 
a, a lot of companies, I mean, I'm still a beginner to this as well, but a lot of companies have really bad code bases that are managed and maintained by a lot of junior level developers. And so the actual code bases never evolved to become elegant, efficient, scalable, like all of those things that a senior developer would typically come in and push forwards, push towards having having that very efficient code base. And it's also about like test-driven development, writing tests, building tests, implementing tests. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things. It, but it's only three lectures and it's kind of just a sales funnel. I, uh, I'm not sure how good this, this is going to be and if it's a waste of my time. I also did two lessons from the Unwrap app. Wanted to do more, but that's what I got done. I watched the Apple event, which was about an hour. Um, spoke to Dylan about the app concept for the Breathwork app, which is uh, ideally going to be the most effective Breathwork app on the market. So that's, that's the goal anyway, to, to really get results for people in terms of athletic performance. And I did, oh, today, I did a 20-minute jam, a code jam in a playground, which was this concept I wanted to try out of just doing like a workout every day, a coding workout. And I figured the best place for me to do that is in a playground, just do a 20 minutes code jam and just fiddle around with stuff. Just try to build something really simple, really quickly. Uh, maybe test some ideas out, whatever, just, just jam. So I did that and it was actually pretty good. Um, I built some views using SwiftUI and I learned a little bit doing that. I, ah, yeah, that's about it actually, to be honest. Um, I mean, the final thing is that I started a new project in Coda for the Breathwork app and started filling out some of the basic skeleton details and information around, around that, which I've, I've already been through this process, process extensively now with Handstander. And so that's good. I, I kind of know what foundational things need to be laid out to get going. Jack's hack for today is to take a long-term approach with iOS development or any kind of development. It's definitely a long-term thing that you need to approach from. It's like learning a new language to fluency and becoming native level at it. You have to work at it consistently every day. And if you stop working at it, then your, your abilities will kind of go backwards. And so it's not something that you can really sprint on and then maintain for a long period of time. It's, you just need to have a long-term approach to it. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> it's like with anything, you know, if you want to transform, transform your body, take a long-term approach. If you want to revolutionize your health, take a long-term approach. Like there's a lot of different things that work really well when you take a long-term approach to it. And this is no different. So yeah, that's my hack for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. Day 74. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.